0: You are listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast.
1: The number of DMAT account is increasing by the day. This shows that people are getting more and more interested towards investing in the stock market. But if you want to plan a career in this field, how do you go about it? Do you need a degree in commerce? Should you have prior knowledge? And if indeed you apply, what is the best way to apply to increase the chances of for you securing a job? We talk about this in the latest episode of the Why Not Mint Money Show and I'm joined by Nikhil Bhatia, who was earlier an analyst with Quant Mutual Fund. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Nikhil, thanks for coming to the show. Um, why don't you give a brief introduction to yourself, what you have been doing since you passed out of college and your journey from there.
0: Uh, yeah, hi Shashins, thanks you for having me. Uh, so I am Nikhil and I graduated in the field of commerce in 2020. And alongside my bachelor's in commerce, I was pursuing my chartered accountant's degree. Uh, and uh, for that purpose, I spent three years at a CA firm for my articleship. Uh, and then after work, uh, and then after my articleship, I uh, worked with a buy side uh, firm, which is Quant Mutual Fund, for roughly one and a half years.
1: So, uh, Nikhil, you know, uh, now this, I uh, after the COVID uh, pandemic, lots of people are getting more and more interested into this field of investing and equity research. And you know, since you were working in a mutual fund, uh, Quant Mutual Fund, uh, could you, you know, guide uh you know how uh, let's say somebody who is doing his 12th or is in his graduate uh, currently doing his graduation how should he or she plan for a career in investments uh, equity research or that sort of thing
0: Okay, uh, so first I will tell you what I actually did. Uh, so while I was working as an intern at a CA firm, uh, where my main role was auditing and taxation, I uh, on the sidelines I started to read about the markets, uh, books on finance and investments and started investing my own money on uh, the basis of whatever knowledge I have that time. Uh, and then when things started to get serious, like I was sure uh, to make a, my career in this field, I started analyzing companies in depth and sectors on my own. Uh, then I used to prepare a small report and financial model on the basis of research, uh, on the basis of research which I have did. Uh, and I also used to write few articles and uh, business concepts on uh, LinkedIn and uh, blogs. Uh, And then when my time actually came to uh, enter this field professionally I used to showcase my work that is the reports and uh, financial models uh, which I made and even the workings of all the data which I collected in my uh, in my journey and along with this uh, along um, along with this my work uh, and resume uh, I used to send my work to the HR and senior analysts and even the fund managers at different firms Uh, Yeah. yeah
1: Okay, so you would keep a record of you know what kind of research you are doing, valuation model, what, those sort of thing. You would keep it in the form of a you know paper or a blog, and you would just send out while um, app- applying yeah, for yeah, jobs.
0: Yeah, so it acted as a proof that I am really inter- interested into this field, and I have done uh, I have done some work on my own. So that uh, gives the confidence even to the employer and the HR who are who are going to hire me. Yeah,
1: this is interesting. So I was talking to Ronak Onkar, who is now a fund manager at PPFS, and he told me this story of how he got a job uh, uh, as an equity research analyst. So, I mean, um, he was, you know, doing a BSc IT course in his uh, graduation days, and later on he was doing MBA finance. But you know, Nikhil, like MBA finance is also not purely into investments, Um in sort of nothing related to investments right but due to his own interest he started reading about Warren Buffett and his annual letters various books. and through that you know he started writing some blogs here and there this was in 2008 so during right after the financial crisis where job and all was very scarce in the investment industry but through his blog, he, you know, somehow uh, connected with this guy called Arpit uh, who was a research analyst back then. So he's now managing his own money. Back then he was in, he, he was at PPFS and just by chance or uh, very randomly they connected and they started talking over this blog post he wrote. And later on, we know what happened. He joined as an intern, then became analyst and now he's a fund manager. So... So, yeah, that's right. Uh, sometimes, you know, right, panning down your thoughts and research helps. Um, Nikhil, so uh, what was your process? I mean, how how did you learn a job at, you know, Quant Mutual Fund? Quant is obviously a very high uh, uh, intensity research kind of a profile. So, how did you get a job there?
0: Uh, so basically, uh, uh, when the time uh, had came to enter this field professionally, uh, so I contacted uh, con- I contacted all uh, the senior analysts in basically all the firms like mutual funds, you can say AIF, PMS, and even the sell side brokers. I contacted the HR, I contacted uh, the senior analysts and even the fund managers. I used to send them reports and my views on uh, like how the market is doing right now and Uh, If I was managing money, what would be my call at that time? So uh, people were very impressed by it. Uh, So uh, that gave me so uh, by this conversation on uh, basically LinkedIn or on a call uh, that landed me an interview. So,
1: oh, wow, this is fascinating.
0: Do you remember that research that you had sent to Quant that got them impressed? Uh, yeah so quant was a different thing uh, i actually got a call from an external uh, third party hr uh, hr uh, but after also that once i get a call they used to ask me whether you have uh, done some work done some research or made your own portfolio uh, so i was as i have already did so i was able to send them and uh, get an interview in that quant itself
1: fascinating yeah and Nickel, but you know, lots of people are interested in investment management field, but they don't actually know what kind of profiles are there. You know, uh, especially for a starting uh, fresher kind of a role. So, so what kind of a profile is available? And if you can, you know, just different, uh, tell the explain the difference between a buy side and a sell side analyst. I think that would be very helpful.
0: Uh, yeah. So uh, let's talk about the sell side first. Uh, all the institutional brokers are known as the sell side firms. So uh, sell side firms just do the analysis of various companies. They prepare a report and sell this report to the buy side firms. Uh, so here the sell side firm is just advising, uh, advising whether to buy, uh, hold or sell a particular security. So they are just the uh, they just act as an advisors. And on the buy side, here are the people who have actually money. Uh, so, uh, buy-side firms include all the mutual funds, PMS, AIF, insurance companies, basically all the companies who have funds to invest in markets. So, uh, these firms buy the reports of the sell-side firm. So, this is the key difference between buy-side and sell-side.
1: I'll just tell what I understood from you. You can correct me if I'm wrong. So, sell-side analysts would be someone giving research to fund houses. So, they would be specializing in a particular sector and, you know, they would go and write report and you know give presentation to to fund managers of mutual fund hedge fund aif so and they would tell them hey why i think this stock is attractive now so they would sell the research in a way and buy right,
0: side right absolutely right
1: and buy side as so Nikhil was a buy side uh, at Quan mutual fund so buy side are the analysts with the mutual funds and all the other funds themselves higher, so this is the in-house capability of doing research. Um, so these are the two, you know, broad profiles available, right? Uh, right, absolutely. You are right. So Nikhil, um, just an interesting thought that came to my mind. Uh, in journalism, at least, so um, uh, even if you cover mutual fund and in the uh, in the journalism field, there is no requirement for. Uh, anyone to have a formal edu- uh, education right formal education in the sense people working at business newspaper they don't necessarily need to have a commerce degree or a degree in economics they can pick it pick the concept and how the industry works on the job itself or you know learn by um, our own and read some books here and they talk to some people take them short-term courses and then you know after building some background we can join the uh, uh, industry but how does it work in the investment management field Uh, so would somebody is somebody required to have a commerce degree I mean how does the uh, certification work here what what does employer look for
0: Okay, uh, so most of the professionals in this equity research fields have a bachelor's degree in either commerce or economics. And many, uh, you can say 90% of the equity research people have also advanced degrees like a CFA or MBA. Uh, But if you look at the demand and supply metrics of equity research, it's like the demand is very low and the supply is in abundance. So you have to, uh, you cannot just have these degrees and get into equity research. So you uh, also should... uh, also should be aware of the uh, markets the business and the valuation aspect uh, before even joining uh, so these degrees are not mandatory uh, but they are very helpful like uh, uh, like it helps uh, hr to even screen uh, the cvs uh, but uh, these degrees does not confirm you uh, job at equity research
1: so uh, nickel let's say somebody has you know taken history or english in his his or her graduation but Slowly, he um, he or she started developing interest in the financial markets and, you know, wants to join uh, uh, the investment management uh, field. So, how would uh, they go about doing things? Uh, Do you have any, you know, suggestion, recommendation?
0: Uh, I think first, uh, his or her job should be to learn accounting because uh, accounting is the language of the business. So, one should be very well uh, averse with the accounting stuff. Uh, and then comes the uh, then comes the financial modeling aspects, which uh, like how uh, how one can uh, understand the financial modeling uh, techniques used for forecasting the revenue and the expenses. And the mm-hmm. third part, which is the critical part, is uh, to think like think like uh, think like the management or think like the owner of the business. Uh, like if there is a business, for example, ITC, uh, we can take. So how this business is generating its revenue? How, what are the uh, what are the things? Uh, what are the factors which are affecting the business of ITC? So you have to understand that. And uh, the other quality which is very necessary in this field is curiosity. Uh, because uh you can say uh, there are n number of sectors and n number of companies in this uh in uh, in, in the field of business and uh, stock markets and there are n number of economic factors which also affects the market so uh just you have to be curious to learn everything uh, everything which is coming your way so being curious is much so after being curious what should somebody do to apply for a job
1: <laughs> you know there there needs to be some kind of a degree right <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Degree is uh, like uh, degree is not mandatory, but it obvious obviously helps. And uh, once you uh, once you have confidence uh, in yourself, like you are uh, doing research, then you should also put your own money where your mouth is. So you should start making your own portfolio, and even uh, you should write down your decisions, like why or why not uh, did you invest in this particular stock, and uh, what were the factors which influenced you to invest in that stock. So that also gives you confidence. And once. Uh, uh, these things lined up, then you can uh, start applying professionally.
1: So, yeah, if somebody doesn't have a background in, uh, you know, commerce or any of the finance certific- certification, and only has some research work, would that, you know, uh, be enough to 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 apply for a job? How would the so would you recommend that they pursue, see, kind of a CFA or a FRM or a CIA?
0: i think they can uh, pursue like ca or mba would be a full-time degree uh, so they can pursue or start with cfa so uh, that would be my suggestion
1: so uh uh uh, can you tell us a little bit about this certification called cfa i mean what does it teach you and how does it work in in a very like uh, short manner
0: uh, so basically, uh, uh, CFA is a program which has three levels and uh, which basically tests this, uh, test you on the uh, uh, test you on the topic of investments, uh, assets, portfolio management, uh, wealth management, fixed income. So it's particularly uh, a dedicated course based on investments. Uh, so if uh, if anyone is interested in this field, uh, so CFA uh, he can look upon uh, CFA.
1: God. So, so Nikhil, um, um, next question is something which everyone you know wonders. Okay, so um, you can tell me your story on it. So, how does a typical day of a uh, equity research analyst look look like? So, when you were with Quant Mutual Fund, what what how 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 did how does your typical day look look like from you know morning till evening?
0: Uh, okay, so uh, I used to start my day uh, with the morning meeting uh, with other analysts, the fund managers and the CIO. Uh, this The time was generally 8 a.m. And where we used to discuss the various development that has happened overnight, uh, like anything important which uh, would have the implication on the share price on, or on the uh, business angle. Uh, and then once the markets opened, we, act- we were back to our actual work, that is the tracking of our portfolio companies. Uh, uh, reading about uh, attending the various broker or management conferences, uh, attending con calls or management one-on-one weeks. Uh So that was quite uh, exciting. And ultimately, uh, after this attending and meeting people, we just used to make summary and send it to the whole investment team. So uh, we uh, actually spent a good amount of time reading stuff.
1: So Nikhil, uh, what is the process of, you know, pitching a stock idea there?
0: Uh, uh, So I will tell uh, like uh, you just have to uh, uh, you just have to read and uh, after reading if you think that uh, uh, this stock or this business is worth considering then you can uh, uh, read or analyze and even talk to the brokers uh, and take it to the depth. So once uh, you are certain that uh, this might be the stock which can be included in the portfolio, then you just pitch it to the fund manager. And even if the fund manager thinks uh, that, yeah, this is the stock uh, which uh, which has a good business and is available on the good valuation, then uh, we both pitch it to the CIO and the investment committee. And once they approve, this stock either gets added uh, and once they approve, so uh, that stock gets added to the portfolio.
1: So uh, and nickel like lot of people you know glamorize this feel like so there is this movie um, lots of movie I uh, what was the name of the movie based on 2008 crisis the big shot so
0: big shot was one wolf of all street uh, it was not based on 2008 but yeah it was also a glamorous movie
1: yeah so there you know all of the investment managers are uh, like shown is very high five people they enjoy a luxurious life and their works work looks very exciting but you know how does it work in reality reality what are some i would say misconceptions that people think equity research is like but indeed it's not actually that way so what are some misconceptions
0: Uh, You can say 90% of what uh, it is shown in the movie is not uh, appropriate like uh, we spend a good amount of time uh, meeting people and uh, meeting people and reading stuff at the initial level. Uh, and then once uh, we graduated uh, we get, uh, we graduate from uh, being a junior to a senior uh, then these roles even uh, get intense because you have the responsibility of managing people's money so it is not that intense uh, it, it, uh, it is the intense job uh, and uh, a high pressure one you can say but also you can say once you get to a decent level uh, at a senior fund manager or a fund manager level uh, the money is quite good here how would a starting
1: <laughs> if you don't mind then How does a starting package look like for a, you know, uh, for a fresher uh, research associate or uh, a research analyst?
0: Uh, So uh, for a fresher who is joining as an equity research, uh, the package could range anywhere between 5 to 15 lakhs. It totally depends on the firm which you are joining. So, if you are joining a domestic local brokerage house, so they can might they might offer you even a four lakh or a 4 to five lakh rupees uh, per annum job. But if you are joining an MNC like a JP Morgan or Goldman Sachs, so they might give you a salary uh, in the range of uh, even sixteen to twenty lakhs. That can also go. But you can say if uh, if you are hired, if you are in uh, if you are going in the domestic. Uh, domestic brokerage house or the fund house, uh, which is uh, managing a decent amount of AUM, so your salary could range between eight to ten lakhs. Got it. And
1: and uh, I don't know about this sell side, but obviously the profile you were working in buy side, there's not much role available. So Axis would have ten um, analysts. I, I'm I don't know about Quant, but how how many analysts would Quant have? Seven, six, right?
0: Uh, yeah so we had a team of six to seven analysts uh, on the investment side
1: and we are talking about bigger firms so uh, there are uh, how how many uh, there must be around four, 40 odd mutual mutual fund and the bigger one have a analyst size of 10 and the uh, smaller one would be uh, having two or three or four so you know, buy-side is not a a place where you can easily get a job, right? Uh, most of them would end up... Yeah, starting. getting
0: into a buy-side is little tougher than a uh, sell-side because of the vacancies. Like, you can say I was lucky uh, to get into bond Mutual Fund uh, when I started my career. But it is uh, difficult to get into buy-side.
1: So, would you recommend any books or, you know, any books or movies that, you know, people can refer to where, you know, they can get a sense of oh, how equity research is really like
0: uh, so yeah you can uh, when you are uh, starting uh, your career here you can start with reading books a uh, few books which uh, I preferred is one upon a wall street uh, common stocks and uncommon profits stocks to riches by uh, Parag Parikh uh, and there are also various YouTube channels which explains you uh, business and investments that is CFA society is one of them uh, PPFS mutual fund also has its YouTube channel. We, you can check it out. Also, there are various interviews available of the fund manager uh, and the management, itself, the management of the companies, on various uh, media channels. Uh, so you can refer uh, that also. Plus, also you sh- uh, you should be active on social media like LinkedIn and Twitter, and especially Twitter because there are a lot of people sharing their own ideas, own investment thesis on Twitter. So that is also a good place to start
1: yeah that's true if you start writing on linkedin maybe people will notice and that's how you would get some eyeballs and maybe even land a job also that's what happened to Ronak right, of ppf right. so i also have a recommendation that is that was recommended also by Ronak from ppfs it's a book called um, best practices for equity research analysts and this is re- this book is written by a guy called dr james valentine so he takes us through, you know, the process of how somebody should uh, analyze a stock and how a day looks like for an equity research analyst. So um, people should
0: check out that also. But oh, but the
1: all the resources you said are you know pretty amazing. So um, one upon Wall Street and then this PPFS videos, all these are you know great tools to get a hang of. So, uh, Nikhil, you you have. Quit uh, quant mutual fund right, and you have also started uh, a, mis- a mutual fund distribution business as of now. So, uh, what's the plan like? I mean, how how do you uh, what's your future plan?
0: Uh, so yeah, actually, I had uh, I was on a break for uh, roughly one and a half months, and uh, uh, and uh, there was a reason behind a reason behind starting this distribution. Uh, so people earlier when I was into this field, people used to ask me about uh, like where to invest, in which stocks or which mutual funds to pick. Then I used to advise them, but uh, yeah, but uh, then I thought uh, that if people are uh, people are. Uh, Uh, people are liking my views and they are really interested in then why not to take it as as a professional level so uh, i was at home and so i uh, started uh, and i thought of uh, doing this part-time so that's why i picked up the mutual fund distribution license
1: you are young and you're taking sort of a break for uh, a for the time being but do you plan to join the research role Uh, do you plan to don the research head um, anytime soon in the future
0: uh, yeah, yeah, actually my cfa l one exams are due uh, this late August. So after uh, giving that exam, I would uh, definitely uh, looking uh, for interviews in the equity resource field. So I would be joining the corporate again. We'll check, yeah,
1: we'll see um, how that goes, and you know, hope someday you become a big fund manager and you can come back and you can we can do another podcast saying, now we will make a podcast for equity research and who wants to become a fund manager so that would be like a 2.0 of this episode
0: uh, thank you thank you
1: thank you so much nikhil that brings us to the end of today's episode if you would like to know more about this topic then you can reach out to me on twitter i go by the username at the red session nj or linkedin using my full name that is Session We would be happy to take your suggestions. That's all from our side. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next episode.
0: To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com